This is your moment, your time to shine, your comeback. You're ready for the next step in your career, and you want an education employers respect. So you're not just going back to school. You're coming back with Purdue Global. Backed by Purdue University, one of the nation's most respected public universities, Purdue Global is built for people who bring their life experience into the online classroom. Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. L-A-S-I-K, LASIK.com. Have you been thinking about LASIK but not sure if you're a candidate? Just go to LASIK.com slash quiz and take our free candidacy quiz. In just a few minutes, you'll know if LASIK is likely right for you. And if it is, we'll connect you with experienced LASIK doctors in your area. Start your journey towards 2020 vision. Take our free candidacy quiz at LASIK.com slash quiz. Yeah, LASIK.com. Easy to remember, so you know where to start. L-A-S-I-K, LASIK.com. What's up, this your boy Lil Duval, and check out my podcast, Conversations with Unc, on the Black Effect Podcast Network. Each and every Tuesday, Conversations with Unc podcast feature casuals and in-depth talk about ebbs and flows of life and the pursuit of happiness. Unlike my work on stage, I tap into a more serious and sensitive side to give life advice and simply offer words of encouragement, yet remind folks to never forget to laugh. Every Tuesday, listen to Conversations with Unc, hosted by Lil Duval on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. Presented by AT&T. Connecting changes everything. Hey, this is Jake Owen, and this is Good Company. Being good company. Welcome to Good Company, yeah. a podcast where we talk about everything under the sun. Friends, good times, and life. Being good company. Now, here's your host, Jake. What's up, everybody? It's Jake here on Good Company with the Good Company podcast, where we talk to all kinds of folks from family members to friends to people that have influenced me throughout my life. And with this being the first podcast that I've ever put out under Good Company with Jake, I thought there's no better person to intro you all to than my best friend, Jared, who is my twin brother. We were born on August 28th, 1981. We're 36 years old, for those of you guys doing math. And uh, we just had a birthday. And uh, Jared lives back in our hometown of Vera Beach, Florida, um, where we grew up. And I luckily got Jared to take some time out of his day today um, to give me a call because he can't be here in Nashville with me. So uh, J-Rod, what's up, man? How you doing? I'm good, buddy. How you doing? Glad to be here. <laughs> I uh, I'm glad you are too, man. There's no better way or person to start with on my podcast than to uh intro the world to um the guy that not only uh like i said is my best buddy but someone that um i think about every day and and we live uh completely separate lives which is kind of interesting um with us the way we grew up together basically living a lot of the same life you know under the same roof sharing a bedroom and and arguing with each other you know you're on one side of the room in your bed at night and I'm on my side of the room and dad's coming in yelling at us because we weren't uh going to sleep so I just wanted to kind of chat with you today man and, and, and talk to you about your life and my life and everything and uh see how it's all going so is that cool with you good by me so if you don't mind Jared you know why don't you tell everybody what you do down in Vero and um and 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 what you're doing these days down there I, you know Jared sells insurance so I'll let you explain Jared what uh what your gig is down there in Vero well it's been a rough couple of weeks uh not only for me but for a lot of other people on um, the entire state of Florida with 
the hurricanes have come in, so my life has been a little hectic, as uh, many of others. So it's been a couple weeks of cleanup and uh, just restoring everything, getting everyone's lifestyles back to normal. So it's been pretty hectic down here. Um, I, um, you know, obviously have been uh, running crazy the last couple weeks, and uh, my county, my city is recovering well. Everybody's safe and. Uh, you know, just hope the rest of the state survives and gets back on their feet and back to reality. So um, that's uh, that's the last two weeks. Um, but yeah, as you mentioned, yeah, we live separate lives. Uh, you're on the road all the time. I'm in Southeast Florida all the time. And, you know, I know we don't get to see each other as much as we always want to, but I think that we usually try to make uh, most of the opportunity when you do have time off to uh, get away and get together and do anything fun that we've normally done for the last 36 years 36 years man can you believe that can you believe when you say 36 that we're 36 years old you said you know we grew dude, up to dude that's 18 household. check this out how about you think about it this way we graduated high school we were 18 years old buddy we've been out of high school for 18 years i know it's hard to believe it's hard to believe <laughs> that is hard to believe so Jared was the most badass athlete growing up uh, in our hometown. We were really lucky to grow up in a town of Vero Beach, Florida, um, where Jared was just speaking of, you know, we've been affected recently with the hurricanes. Not as bad as, as folks down in the Keys, um, over on the West Coast, around the Gulf Coast, Fort Myers area, Naples, all the way up, believe it or not, up, up, up to Jacksonville. Um, they got a lot of flooding. But we were pretty lucky there in Vero, even though Jared has had his hands full with a lot of um, – I'm sure insurance claims and things come through with due to wind damage, but our hometown of Vero Beach has thankfully done well. But with us growing up down there, um, it's a small town. It's a coastal town with um, you've got the mainland separated by the river, and then you have the barrier island, and then obviously on the east side of the barrier island, you have the Atlantic Ocean. So, um, Jared, what do you? I mean, for those out there that are listening that want to know about our lives. In your in your best way, how would you would you describe us growing up as kids and being twins and growing up in the town of Vero Beach? Well, I mean, Vero's small town, like you said, quaint coastal town, real safe, a uh, lot of close networks. And uh, with that being said, we had close bond with really the same friends growing up. We had best friends uh, from Ryan Capellan to Robert Kowalczyk to Marty Fish. And uh, those guys were not only my friends, but Jake's friends. And we all still communicate every day, every week on a regular basis. Um, some of which are still here in Bureau. Some have moved to California. Some have moved to Nashville. So it's pretty cool that we stay tight knit, you know, riding our bikes around as kids, playing football in the park as kids, playing team sports. And uh, it's pretty cool that after 36 years of knowing each other, um, you know, Jake can come back to his hometown whenever he's free. I still live here and vice versa for the other guys. Everybody can kind of reconnect and uh, be friends again. And, uh, you know, Jake and I used to do everything as not only twins, but we were like best friends. We were the same age, same classes, you know, same schools. And um, you described it earlier as we were in the same household in the same bedroom and dad used to walk in and want to kill us at night. You know, (laughs) it was, it, it's not twin brothers. It reminds me of the movie Step Brothers because that's exactly what was happening in the 
<laughs> Don't you touch my drum set. Don't touch my drum set. Beat you with a pillowcase full of bars of soap. Oh my god. <laughs> well, Jared was just talking about uh our friends Marty Fish and, and Ryan Capellan. Robert Kowalczyk. These are these are all guys that uh, you know. We all, when you grow up in in a small town, you you tend to have your group of friends that you hang with, and and um, <laughs> it's really interesting to me how all of our lives have um, have kind of panned out. You know, uh, going along with uh, you, Jared. As I was mentioning earlier, Jared was an amazing athlete, still is. Uh, growing up, Jared, you played a lot of tennis growing up because I think one of the reasons we got into the sport of tennis growing up as kids was our our best buddy Marty Fish was just born and bred to play tennis. Um, his dad is a, was the tennis pro. Tom Fish was our tennis pro at our local um, tennis center there in Vero and uh, at Riamar at the time, and then he moved up to Windsor. But him being uh, a teacher and having Marty be as great as he was naturally at tennis, I think uh, us all being friends that kind of sparked our interest into playing tennis as a kid. And, um, Jared, uh, um, uh, was very picked up tennis pretty easily to the point where he and Marty and Robert became the three tough guys to beat, not just in Vero beach, Florida, but in the entire state of Florida. Um, Jared, do you remember what was it? I mean, and juniors, mom and dad driving you all over the state. What was your highest ranking, uh, in, in junior Florida tennis? Well, actually, um, at one point, the three of us, Marty, myself, and Robert, at different at different times and different years, um, at, at one point, we all were number one in the state of Florida uh, individually. So that's a pretty big honor for three kids coming from small-town Vera Beach. Well, Jared, to your surprise, buddy, uh, I just dialed up Marty. I got Marty on the phone right now. I just heard Marty say, Jared's on here? Hey, Marty, J-Rod's on the phone. J-Rod Boy. is on the phone? Boy. <laughs> Boy. Hey, how about that Luke Combs song? What, what song are you talking about? That Luke Combs song, the one that I keep I keep, uh, I keep, keep texting Jared lines of the song. It's so good. What's it called? On I-65, and I want a hundred bucks on the <laughs> That one. You like Luke Combs, Marty? Oh, my God. I just downloaded his album. Things awesome. Yeah, that's so cool. So, okay, so, Marty, to fill you in really quickly, uh, this is my first podcast. Um, it's called Good Company with Jake. And um, it's really about... Yeah, what are we doing right now? <laughs> Caught you off guard. So uh, I got Jared on the phone. We've already talked for a few minutes. Um, and really, this with it being my first podcast, I wanted to introduce the world to who I am and why I am the person I am. And, and I think there was no better way than starting off with introing people to the way I grew up. And I started with Jared telling about our small town. We started talking about Vero. And we led to one of the reasons, you know, Jared being a great athlete, but um, growing up playing tennis, one of the main reasons we started even playing tennis is because of our friendship with you, Marty, and your dad, Tom, um, really having the patience at, at our young age to uh, not only give you everything you needed, but to give us great uh, lessons as kids, not just in the tennis realm, but in lessons in life. And anyway, Jared was just talking about how at one point you, Robert, and himself were all uh, – um, at one point or another, at number one in the state of Florida. Um, so I said, you know what? We need to call up Marty and, and get a little uh, get a little of this competition talk going on on the phone. So uh, yeah, that's all good. Yeah, we talk we talk tennis all day long. Listen, Jared was probably <laughs> the second best athlete in the group uh, behind yours truly, obviously. But <laughs> but 
Robert, you know, Robert was the worst of all, but he probably worked a little bit harder than Jared did. We were we were more concerned with. Wait, do you guys remember? With, do you guys remember that Robert didn't even play tennis really until he realized that you and Jared were pretty good. I was okay. I mean, I did I did beat Mike Levaday. Beat Mike Levaday. Yeah. <laughs> And and that was a that was a strong match for me, man. But uh, but you know, Robert, I, I remember fan. Robert. Your biggest win of your career. It was biggest. That's actually why I retired after uh, my Mike Leva Day win. I said I, tennis isn't even fun for me anymore because yep. uh, him and BJ Donnelly you beat them both. Oh, I did. I took down BJ Donnelly. That was no big deal. Uh, but so Jared and I were chatting about how just, you know, I think all of us as kids growing up being competitive and 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 not, you know, that town you know, making, making you guys into the great athletes you were. And I kind of ventured off and started playing golf, but I think us being competitors as kids is what's driven us through the rest of our life to continue to be competitors. And no matter where our life has taken us, you know, we were talking with Jared earlier about how he sells insurance and Marty, if you don't mind for the people out there that obviously there's a lot of people that do know who you are. Um, but if you don't mind for just a quick second, if you could kind of brief, them on your years you and... mean there's a lot of people that don't know who i am <laughs> no uh, uh i used to play ten i used to play tennis a long time ago well, well let's let's start back you started playing you ago. turned professional at what age i was 17 it was um after my junior year of high school uh i was down in boca raton when you left if you remember correctly with... yeah when did you leave when did you leave school with us where we were all in the same class um, probably like half of my uh, junior year of high school I spent with y'all at Vero Beach High School, and then um, obviously ninth, tenth grade I was there with you guys, and then and then uh, half of my eleventh, and then I went down to Boca to, to for this coach that um, you know was gonna was gonna help me with my game and take me further and further, and and you know so I, I started started there and and eventually realized that I could. You know, my goal was to be a professional. I wanted to be a professional athlete, and tennis was the one that I excelled at the most. And like you said, my dad pushed me towards, uh, thankfully pushed me towards tennis a little bit more than the others because I wouldn't have been quite as good. So thank you to him. And then, Well, you were, you know, dude, I got to give it to you, though, Marty, and I think Jared will back me up on this. See, not only did we play tennis growing up, how about the days, Marty, where you played on auto supply? You were a pitcher. <laughs> You were a pitcher on Auto Supply. You wore yellow jerseys. Jared and I were on what, what was Charlie Brown's, the Little League team. Yeah. And yep. uh, and we had some battles on the baseball field too, man, because Marty, you know, is just a natural athlete, and uh, so they always, of course, they put him at pitcher, even though he threw these like wasn't, soft floaters wasn't, right down the middle. Jared, the only one, wasn't Jared the only one that actually took took one deep, like you know, when we were that age. He was the only one over there in that over there in that Babe Ruth field over there next to Riverside that was the only one that hit one deep. And I think you claim that you hit one off the – No, 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 no. Let's the, stop this uh, right now. Jared line. Jared never hit a home run, although the one time he had the chance of knocking it out of the park off of Jeff Girard, by the way. Uh, Jared hit a line drive that was definitely going out. He already had that, like, kind of gallop going towards yeah, the first yeah. base where okay, he was, like, him. he was yeah. already walking it off, and it hit the power line going across the field and <laughs> dropped straight down in left field. He got a ground rule double. I'm not so sure that that was going to be a home run. I mean, Jared, that, how do you feel about that? Says. Yeah, where is Jared, by the way? He hasn't even said a word. Yeah, Jared, say something. Well, I'm right here. I said I was doing the Kirk Gibson around second base. <laughs> I was doing the Kirk Gibson. <laughs> so, Jared. They gave, me, they gave me a ground rule double. 
Jared and I, I never forget, and this is kind of this will lead us to, and we'll we'll brief up this next five or six minutes. But I I, I want to get back to so Marty, you know, turned professional, and you know, for Jared and I, you know, we're 15, 16 years old, and our best buddy is now a professional athlete signing contract. You signed a contract with Nike, didn't you, Marty? Yeah, I signed. Um, you know, when you when you want to turn pro, you accept the money, obviously, and and. I had an agency called IMG that wanted to uh, rep me and be my agent. And then um, uh, they signed me, they found me deals. So they found me a Nike deal for uh, about $100,000 a year. And they found me a, a Wilson deal, which was about $50,000 a year. Which but think about that. To be able to pay for my, well, gave me the opportunity to pay for my travel uh, and coach. Expenses, you know, yeah. because it's expensive, you know, traveling around the world. I was you know, I was ranked basically zero, you, you know, you turn pro and you're not ranked anything. So, you know, they were giving me the opportunity to take some wild cards into some of the bigger events, the U S open, the, the, the Sony, you know, what, what was then the Lipton back at, you know, down in Miami that we used to go to as kids, you know, getting wild cards into some of those tournaments. So, you know, it just gave me the opportunities. My, you know, we weren't, we, you know, my parents, my dad worked his butt off, but we didn't have millions and millions of dollars. So it couldn't afford um, to, you know, to pay for me to go around the world. So it gave me the opportunity to be able to pay for myself, buy a, uh, buy a car um, for myself and, and, uh, a, a, you know, rent an apartment and, and just kind of go from there, you know? Yeah. And I, I think Jared, you can attest to this too. And I'd love to hear your side of it, Jared, but it's pretty cool the way, and I don't know if we've ever told you this, Marty, and, and, and we'll tell you thanks now between the two of us, just how cool it was for us as kids to watch you turn professional, even though we were trying as hard as we could to be the best in our sports. I mean, you just had the leg up on a lot of us, and you turned professional, and we got to reap a lot of the benefits of you being professional. You used to come home and load Jared and I and Marty up with, nike tennis shoes and nike nike apparel and all these Not wil- nike red shocks yeah nike man. red shocks remember those red shocks i do remember those man and you were like you know like we we're we didn't have anything we we're just like dorky 15 16 year old kids and marty's coming home taking us for rides in his new bmw and giving us nike clothes and stuff like that it was like dang man is this what it's like to have a like a like a celebrity friend man this is unbelievable <laughs> but uh Jared, looking back on it, man, and all the years that you played and competitively like that, is there a part of you that wishes, I mean, you know, we're all grownups now. When you look back on it, I mean, do you think, Jared, was there a time in your life where you feel like you you, you wish you would have worked harder or do you think you worked as hard as you could and, and maybe just playing professional tennis wasn't necessarily in the cards? Or what? What? what's your thought on that? No, I mean, I think, I mean, Marty will tell you, but, you know, I, I had the same passion he had for it, you know, and some people go through things and that other people don't, you know, I know he had some injuries along the way. I had some injuries along the way that ultimately prevented me from really uh, going forward after college. Um, but, you know, that whole ride up and through college, I mean, I competed against Marty, you know, as my best friend, we'd have to play each other all the time. We'd have like, three and a half hour matches where our parents were sitting next to each other cringing sometimes in a hundred degree weather trying to figure out who was going to win and guess yeah but tom and sally definitely tom and sally definitely wanted marty to win and and mitt and you know mitts you know mitzi you know mitzi and steve were pulling for j-rod but at the end of the day we we're all we all we were all excited to see each one of us 
become well look too you gotta you gotta remember too i mean jared used it as a tool for an education i mean you you know you got a scholarship playing playing tennis i mean look not everybody play, you know every when we're kids every you know most kids want to be athletes you know they want to be professional athletes at something but i mean how many actually get to do it and what a great opportunity to be able to use something like tennis or baseball or golf uh, as a tool for an education i mean that's really the goal when we have kids i mean jake you and i have kids and and you know for my son i've got a boy and 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 for him you know look we all we all think they're the greatest at what they do and they're the smartest kids and the best looking kids and all that but i mean if they you know if he can go and get a use a sport as a tool for an education it'd be amazing and that's what jared did and that me can't get lost in that just because you know one of his buddies did you know did well i mean robert did the same thing jared that we grew up robert kvolchik that he went all the way out to cal got a full scholarship for your shout out to robert isn't man. robert the only yeah. shout out to robert shout kvolchik out robert. shout out to robert for being i believe the only um only two-time, two-time american clay court championship winner back to back back to back he was the only back to back champion i don't know if it's done since then but guys i mean, I mean look, marty probably, but guys like didn't pete sampras play that tournament <laughs> <laughs> yeah marty that's so good this is it your moment this is your time to make your comeback with purdue global when you come back with a purdue global degree you create opportunity for yourself your family and your future it's a degree you can be proud of a degree that employers will trust and respect Purdue Global offers working adults like you over 175 flexible degree programs to meet your specific career goals. These include associate, bachelor's, master's, and doctoral degrees and certificates. Purdue Global degree programs range from nursing to business to communication and more. Whatever your interest, we have the degree that will move you forward. You have the knowledge. You have the experience. Now it's time to get credit for the work you've done and earn the recognition you deserve with Purdue Global. Purdue's online university for working adults. You know you're worth it. We do too. So don't wait another second to get the degree that will take your career to the next level. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. L-A-S-I-K, LASIK.com. Have you been thinking about LASIK but not sure if you're a candidate? Just go to LASIK.com slash quiz and take our free candidacy quiz. In just a few minutes, you'll know if LASIK is likely right for you. And if it is, we'll connect you with experienced LASIK doctors in your area. Start your journey towards 2020 vision. Take our free candidacy quiz at LASIK.com slash quiz. Yeah, LASIK.com. Easy to remember, so you know where to start. L-A-S-I-K, LASIK.com. Are you still searching for your perfect place to call home? Well, now is the time to buy at Fisher Homes. If you're looking to move in before the end of 2024, May could be your last opportunity to start building your dream home and close before the year's end. If you're hoping to move in even sooner, Fisher Homes also has homes that are move-in ready and waiting for you, where you can start enjoying the benefits of homeownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with a new home advisor today at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. Well, hey, let me uh, let me let me move this back to me. Let's talk about me for a second, okay? So, yeah, yeah. Uh, so both of you guys, one of the reasons I wanted you to have, have you guys both on the phone is because for me in my life and for a lot for folks out there that have been supporting me for a lot of years, you know, musically and professionally, I wanted them to know how much you guys before I was ever even close to being famous, if that's what you want to call it, how much you will both 
supported me. Yeah, you're famous. You're famous. Uh, well, we'll give it to you. Okay. Well, I, you know, I wanted, I wanted those out there to know that before they ever were on board supporting me, that guys like you, you know, my best buddies were supporting me. And, um, Jared, we were going to school at Florida State together when I, uh, when I decided that I wasn't going to play golf and hurt my shoulder and started banging around on a guitar in, in our living room that we lived in. And Marty, you were off winning silver medals in the Olympics and you were nice enough to take one of my songs that I'd written and put it on your website. So every time somebody went to your website, they'd hear a, you know, a Jake Owen song, which I believe at the time um, was a Josh Owen song. <laughs> and well, here's a perfect example too, is that, is that I, I don't know about, I don't know. I remember this like it was yesterday, but I don't know if Jared has one of these moments too, but I remember, I'll never forget when I told you that, if you if your first big concert wherever you wherever it is i'm going to be there you know if you're opening up for somebody i'm going to be there no matter what and sure enough here comes uh, jake owen playing with kenny chesney and it had to be in hershey pennsylvania of all places it <laughs> couldn't have been like just dude. a straight jared showed up for that jared showed up for that yeah, too jared was there yep and i'll never forget it man and we you know i came and I think you, you, know, was you were there with natalie golbus i be, i remember that got hammered and uh uh we will keep that yeah we'll we'll keep that on the dl who got but, hammered uh, uh uh you did after the fact but um dude after the show of course i got hammered it was the know, first show ever with kenny chesney have you ever been to a kenny chesney yeah. show and margaritas and we were there, rum man. everywhere and we were all there for you we were all there for you and it was super cool and and i'll never forget that i said that was a you know i'm, I'm not gonna miss that whatever wherever it is whenever it is and sure enough, well, it had to be in Hershey, Pennsylvania. I mean, you couldn't do it in like L.A. or New York, something like that. So, yeah, Marty lives in L.A. By the way, I don't know if we've shouted that out, but Jared's back in Vero Beach in our hometown. Marty's out in L.A. I'm in Nashville here. We're all connected by phone today. But with all that said and done, and and, and how quickly that hap- happened for me and going off, what is it like for you guys? And let's start with you, Jared, if you don't mind. I mean. If you could tell people what it was like when I looked at you in the face at Tallahassee and told you I was going to quit college that dad had been helping us pay for and get to move to Nashville. We didn't know anyone in Nashville. So what was your first thought, Jared? Well, I remember like it was yesterday. You told me this story and said that you were packing up your things, putting in a U-Haul driving to Nashville, and you dropped out of school. And I looked at you and I said, good luck. Wait till <laughs> you tell dad that, and we'll see how it goes. <laughs> yeah, and I and, did. And literally – Without skipping a beat, he's like, well, what's done is done. I'll deal with mom and dad, and I'll go from there. And not, But a few days later, he was packing up the U-Haul and headed to Nashville with no job, no friends, no nothing, just, like, being driven and trying to achieve something. And, uh, you know, he worked as a caddy at a golf club to – you know, earn money. Do you remember the days of me playing there in Tallahassee at like Parrot's Bar where there'd be nobody there except you and Rodrigo off the tennis team and there'd be two people there? There would be nobody there if I didn't bring my five friends there. (laughs) (laughs) That's right. That's right. I remember going going up there and and Yeehaw Junction playing. Uh, That was my band. Yeah, Yeehaw Junction. Heck yeah, dude. We built a following, bro. Was that Nickel Beer Night? Nickel Beer Night. That might have been one of the days too that when Marty came up to visit, since obviously he's the big star that he that he self righteously told you already that he was. 
Remember, Mar- Marty, you had bought a brand new two door Mercedes. I think it was an AMG or something like that. And you had you drove oh, up yeah. you drove up to meet us in Tallahassee, but you had to fly out last minute to go to New York or something. And you looked at me and you're like, "Hey, is it cool if I just leave my car here for the weekend and you can you know you just take it if you want or whatever?" And you I'm didn't like, "Drive it, did you?" No, no. Why would I drive a car around Tallahassee with a bunch of chicks around there? Why would I drive? Why would I drive a brand new Mercedes around and pretend it was mine, Marty? Who would do that? Wait a minute, you drove that? I thought you left it at the airport. <laughs> That's awesome. Nah, I man. Slept in it. Yeah, dude. I had to at least see what it was like. You know, see what it was like to have a nice car. No, Sometimes you have to just start those things up, you know, for the battery and stuff. You know, that's, that was smart. I appreciate you doing that. Marty shows up with a 7 Series Beamer, and I'm freaking buying a nickel beer night. Yeah, exactly. Was, that the, Most of those most of those Friday nights, by the way, were bladder buster nights. You remember those? Oh, but the fact that, Marty, you, you remember one of the main reasons you came up was it was Halloween. And if you remember yep. correctly, while we all dressed up, I walked down. Yep. Sta- I walked downstairs in our little townhouse we had, and I said, "Marty, what are you dressed up as?" He just had like normal clothes on, and I said, "Marty, what are you I'm dressed up as?" And what did you tell everybody? I said, "I'm a good-looking college kid." <laughs> he dressed up as a normal, but he said it, it, his his outfit was a good-looking college kid. And if you guys if you guys don't rem- don't remember, uh, we could share this with those out there. Do you remember? I mean, I got arrested that night. Do you guys remember this? <laughs> I remember that. And. Uh, why, Jared? Pee-wee. Because you were dressed as Pee Wee Herman and you <laughs> were supplying beer to... I wasn't uh, supplying beer to anybody. We had a keg of beer on our deck and there were underage children's uh, coming around our party taking beer out of our keg. And so I got accused of providing alcohol to minors while Jared, Marty, and everybody else hid inside and shut the door and left me out there because I happened to be the guy with the guitar around my neck playing guitar for everybody. Remember, rem- remember too, we had Lenny Kravitz with us that night. <laughs> That's right. Shout James out to Blake. James Blake. James uh, Blake with Lenny Kravitz. This is about as cool a story as the Roadhouse Brawl where you guys let me get my ass beat. And... <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> and... <laughs> Oh my God! After that, Dude, somebody popped you a couple times. Together. Well, man, we could sit here all day and talk about all these crazy. Yeah, we really could. St- we, really we really could. Really could sit here and, for hours and hours and talk about all these stories. But I, I think you know, with just a few minutes left here. I think the main reasoning I wanted to intro you guys to those out there that are gonna even take the time to listen to this new Good Company podcast that I have is that. My life started having amazing friends and family like you guys. Jared being my best buddy, brother, and, and Marty, man, as much as you've done in your life and gone off and traveled the world and everything, and you living in L.A., and we still, I think you could admit and attest as well that we still keep in contact so much, and, and we no matter how far we've Dude, got. I'm, I'm, flying to see your, I'm flying to see you on Sunday in Vegas. That's right. You're, and then you're, and then you're flying on Wednesday to Nashville for the first time since you told me you were gonna ask your wife to marry. You. You're gonna come play my member guest at my golf tournament or at my golf club. So with after me. after all these years, we still like each other. That's right. So before we get out of here, and just because I love y'all's honesty, I want to ask you both something about me. So throughout the years, you've watched my career, and here I am. Believe it or not, you. I don't know if you guys are gonna believe this or not, but two days ago. Um, was my 12-year anniversary that I've had a record deal at RCA. Can you guys believe I've had a record deal for 12 years? Yeah, that's crazy, man. Congratulations. Well, well, thank you. Um, but what I've always loved about you guys along the way is that I've sent you songs. 
Um, I've sent you things to ask you your opinions, and I always love your honesty back. But so, Jared, if you don't mind me asking you, man, throughout my career, if you, it, it, is there two two separate questions? Number one, is there a song that I've ever released or put out there that you think um, was just terrible? That like was the worst idea, <laughs> the worst idea ever that that you think? And then also, is there something that you think I've done along the way in my career that you're really proud of or that you think was a great move? Um, just from your perspective, because, you know, nobody will give you the honest perspective that your brother or your best friend would tell you. So I'm going to leave that out there because I think people out there in the world would enjoy to hear that because I'm not my ideas don't just stem from me, man. I don't just make the idea or and throw it out there. I really do. I bounce it off my friends and family. And so, Jared, if you don't mind, man, is there if you want to answer those questions, is there anything out there that comes to mind? Well, I don't think that there's a song out there that I thought that you did was just terrible because I think if you took the initiative and the chance to put your heart and soul into it and release it out to the public to try to touch someone else, I think, you know. Give them the real answer, Jerry. Come on. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, I've told him, you know, the songs I like, the songs I don't like. I gave him my opinion. He takes it pretty good, you know. Uh, well, who do you, Jared? I'll tell you. I'll tell you. I'll tell you, Jake. Most who, of the time, I'm right. I, I listened just the other day. Just the other day, I was listening um, to that Y Country, Y Two Country on on XM Radio, right? And Yeehaw came on, and I was like, man, this song. First of all, that was your first first single, right? Yeah, first single, twelve years ago. And and it's so that song is so not you anymore. You know, like your sound, your you know, like I didn't like that song really at all. I'll, yeah, I'll admit it. And well, I'll show you. I'll tell you one that I wish you did. That I wish you did put out. One of my favorite songs you ever did was was uh, uh, "Setting the World on Fire." I love that song. You never. They never put it out or anything. So you know who wrote so, that song? I, mean, I know you put it on a record, but you know who wrote that song is uh, Kip Moore. Kip Moore wrote that song. Oh, really? Yeah. yeah. Um, he's a good songwriter because that was my. Fa- that was probably my one of my favorite songs you ever did. Oh, he's a great songwriter. Never, you know, besides the record, never saw the light of day on the radio, and I wish you did. Yeah, well, thanks, man. I appreciate you guys saying that. I um, I think that's what people don't know either is that artists, you know, it's probably like your tennis career, um, uh, Marty, and then Jared, you as well. I think we can all look back at our lives and careers and say there was a part of me then that wasn't exactly who I am now. I mean, I think that's part of growing in life. And, yeah, I mean, at the time, to me, Yeehaw seemed like it. I mean, I was a kid who got a record deal. I couldn't believe it. I was out mm-hmm. on tour with Kenny Chesney. I had a song on the radio. I mean, I used to – I heard it on the radio, so – to have that song work at the time in my mind, I was like, "This is it. This is great." But now, yeah, you're right. Looking back on it, I'm not the I'm not necessarily the yeehaw guy. I don't run around screaming yeehaw every day. But uh, it took me time to get back to my roots of Florida and and a lot of the stuff that's out now. But is there? We'll we'll wrap this up here in a minute. But what's the? Is there anybody out there now that you're loving their music uh, and you're liking what they're doing? And is there? What about country music these days? Do you love and what don't you love? Um, I'll, I'll start first, Jared. I, I just downloaded that Old Dominion song. Uh, uh, they um, are great. I love that, dude. I, I really like that. Um, Old Dominion is great. Like I said that Luke Combs. I'm texting Jared every other day about about a line on that song. I've listened to that song about four times this morning. Um, <laughs> so I think he sounds like Blake Shelton a little bit. So I like his music. That's cool. Jared's always been a huge Gary Allen fan. Jared loves Gary Allen. Yep. But uh, Jared, who who are you into these days? Is there anything you love or anything you don't love? Well, 
We speak positivity around here. This is good company, all about positivity. So I don't, I don't try to. I'm not trying to knock anybody, but you know, we're being honest. Is there anything you like or don't like or what? Yeah, I'm with Marty on that. I like all the uh, new Old Dominion stuff. I like Brothers Osborne. I think uh, Dustin Lynch's new music's great. John Party. Um, even you mentioned Blake. Blake's new song called "I'll Name the Dogs" is a pretty catchy, killer new song. I don't know if everybody's heard it yet, but um, that's a well-written song and pretty pretty good so i mean uh country music has obviously changed uh from you know 10 15 20 years ago it just keeps growing but growing i think in a different way a positive way people still enjoy it concerts are full so as long as that happens yes yeah, speaking of which jared calls me every other week to see if i get him tickets for whatever show's coming up jared texts <laughs> me last what are you gonna do tell me no yeah, right, exactly. Jared calls me last week. Hey, man, can you give me tickets to Florida Georgia Line? Call up BK, see if you can give me tickets. When is that? Is that this week, Jared? October 14th. All right, I'll see what I can do. I'll call up BK, dude, and get uh, get, him, get him to take care of you guys, BK and Tyler. Yeah, but you can squeeze me into your calendar. All right. Well, dude, you got you guys squeezed me into your calendar today, and you took 30 minutes to chat with me, and I, I appreciate it. I don't think there could have been a better way to uh, – just you know, shoot the shiz and talk to you guys about life and everything. But um, when, when do we get our radio Emmy? Yeah, our, yeah. the rate obviously won can we, something. Can we this. do this? Can we do this podcast again and turn it into some kind of a like childhood roast? Yeah, we could. I mean, if you guys are down for it, I kind of put you on the spot. But let's uh, we'll let this this podcast get a couple weeks in, and then maybe we'll revisit our conversations. We can come up with an idea for a topic. We can fi- figure out. We can figure out who is the fastest run away from Kane Dog. Who? Yeah, exactly. Who was the worst artist of all time? Hey, how about that picture I seen the other day, Marty? That that car we drew in school was real. Yep. yep. <laughs> Marty was exactly a terrible artist. Like we got Marty detention. One, one quick, one quick you story. One quick story. In my eye. Second. <laughs> one quick story. Second grade. They, the teacher asked us to draw a shoe, and she's out for the day. So this is our this is our plan. You know, this is what we have to do. Our homework. And so we draw a shoe. She comes back the next day. I show my shoe. Josh. <laughs> laughs laughs in front of the whole thing the whole is it wasn't even a shoe dude it looked like it it was terrible the teacher the teacher says obviously you were screwing around when you did this this was like my honest this is my best picture i've ever drawn in my whole life and uh i got detention for it because he was laughing at it so she thought that i was screwing around your mom was so mad sally was so mad about that what about the time we shot the lady in the leg with a bb gun dude (laughs) there's no way i could have shot that shot three thousand times never got that lady Three thousand times you could have shot that. Never hit that lady. We hid in our closet. Oh, so funny. That was funny, dude. You guys cracked me up. I love you both, man. And and I really wish, outside of even a podcast, we had time to uh, really catch up like this more and more and talk about life and and all the things that we love. Marty, you got a beautiful family with your wife and your little new your girl Stella. And my anniversary today, by the way, with my nine years with my wife. Wow! Happy anniversary, man. Jared, you uh, for the ladies out there wondering, are you single and ready to mingle? Or are you uh, you got are you locked down or what down there in Vero? I am the most eligible bachelor in all of Southeast Florida. <laughs> <laughs> well, you guys heard it here first, old J Rod. He's got the insurance biz down there, just just gleaming, and uh, so look he's him up da- on Bumble. That's right. Look him up on. Hey, that was funny. We were in Orlando a couple weeks back. It's one of the girls there at the radio station yelled down the hall to Jared when she saw him. She's like, I saw you on Bumble. <laughs> oh, my God. Jared goes, well, then why don't you Bumble yourself out of here then? 
<laughs> That's crazy. Oh, man. I told her farmersonly.com, I think it was. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> well, dude, thank you guys for being a part of the Good Company uh, podcast, the first one ever. I love you both dearly and uh, appreciate you always supporting me and everything that I've ever done. You guys have always been there for me, and uh, I'll always be there for you. And look forward to seeing you, Marty, next week. We'll, we'll see you soon. And, J-Rod, uh, you got to come up too, buddy. Come see us. No problem, man. I had a great time. I'll send you a bill. Yeah. <laughs> All right, guys. Hey, Rod. Boy. 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 All right. See you guys. Later, boys. See you, buddies. Well, that, uh, that, that does it for our podcast. We hung the phone up with my brother, my twin brother, Jared, and my best, best friend, Marty Fish, that we grew up with. Um, thank you guys so much for hanging with us. This is the first podcast of many more to come. Um, we want to really focus good company around hanging out with good, good people. The people that make me laugh, as you heard on that one. I mean, we just were laughing. We could go on for days and days with the stories, but catch up with us in the weeks to come. I've got everything coming from possibly my grandparents who will tell you the love story that they had for the 70 some odd years they've been married. And, um, we'll go from there. We got lots of uh, cool people that, that are friends of mine that'll be on the show and, Uh, I really hope you guys can join us again. It's good company with Jake, and we shall see you soon. We'll see you. This is Malcolm Gladwell from Revisionist History. eBay Motors is here for the ride. With some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Brake kits. LED headlights, whatever you need, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. There's no distance too far for the perfect trip. Hi, checking in for... Or the perfect table. Hey, where are you? Coming! And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card. Hey, this looks amazing. I'm so glad you made it. And travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. It's worth the trip. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Are you still searching for your perfect place to call home? Well, now is the time to buy at Fisher Homes. If you're looking to move in before the end of 2024, May could be your last opportunity to start building your dream home and close before the year's end. If you're hoping to move in even sooner, Fisher Homes also has homes that are move-in ready and waiting for you, where you can start enjoying the benefits of homeownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with a new home advisor today at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your your perfect home sweet home.